Welcome to Catholic Confessions. Good day. Three of us are here right now. Mark, Felicia, and myself, Edith. And we're going to discuss short wish lists for homilies. Okay, so recently I was listening to this uh, podcast from Word of Fire. So Bishop Barron was sharing with a large group of priests about the art of preaching. So I thought he made a couple of interesting points, like how to engage your audience. A good tool to use is storytelling. So for example, the stories in the Old Testament. And uh, that for priests, no matter what story they use, they should always return to the story of the Bible, which is the message of Scripture. So without looking at the homily, because for uh, most parishioners, the homily given by the priest is really the only time that they have some kind of contact with the priest. Okay, so maybe they will know some aspect of his personality or his communication style. And of course, that is the time for the priest to help the congregation to make sense of the gospel and to understand scripture better. So it is very important to make a good homily. So we are going to share with you, each of us, one what we will call pet peeve, okay, which is something that we wish to see less of during homilies, and also a wish, which is something that we hope to see more of. Okay, so maybe Felicia can start us off with sure. a peeve of yours. Um, my main pet peeve would be irrelevance. This is either something that is directly not relevant at all to the readings or to whatever is happening in the world currently, or it's just so vague, when the homily is so vague that it doesn't really say anything. And um, I think... Compounding this problem is if the homily drags on for too long and you're just sitting there spending what feels like 40 minutes listening to something that does not apply to you and which may not make sense either. Mm, okay, so I totally agree with um, Felicia's point on the irrelevant part. Okay, So for me, it's like when the priest just keeps giving the same kind of generic messages like God is love. God loves you. You must put Christ first. You must go for confession regularly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we keep hearing this, no matter what the gospel passage is, somehow the priest manages to come back to the same generic message in the absence of context or concrete examples. So when this happens, it will just pass over the heads of the audience. Okay, so how about you, Mark? Mm, I think it would be presumptuous and maybe even judgmental for us to say that priest did not prepare or prepare well his homily um, but regardless I think for me it is good that the priest delivering the homily does not beat around the bush he sticks to his script whatever he has prepared and so that his thoughts does not run wild uh, so I think it would be nice to have a structure of what he wants to say so that the homily flows and is uh, comprehensible to the listeners that being said of course we have listened to good homilies that have uh, left us inspired or motivated. So maybe, Felicia, would you like to share one of the items on your wish list for a homily? Okay. Um, for my wish list, um, this is something that I have heard from time to time and I would really like to hear more of. That would be relevance. Basically, draw on the readings for the day. There are lessons to be learned there, so it would be good if the priest could, first of all, explain the readings and then 
explain the significance of the readings and also tie those explanations to how we can apply it in our daily lives. Basically, to challenge us in a way to grow, to change in a positive way. And personally, I don't mind if the priest gives us a little scolding every now and then just to highlight, look, you know, this is wrong, this is not right, you should be doing this instead of that, things like that. And honestly, if it's a good homily, I wouldn't mind spending a little bit more time listening to it. What about Mm. you, Edith? Yeah, so in my case, okay, I'm going to relate this a bit to my own experience as a teacher. So I've taught biology for uh, several years. You know, students, they have to listen to a lot of teaching. So usually as the teacher is droning on, uh, most of them are not looking very focused or paying a lot of attention sometimes because they're very tired. So I'm only looking at like the top of their heads sometimes. But I find that in those uh, rare instances where for some reason, I'm suddenly talking about myself. Okay, like some uh, experience that I had. Then suddenly, a lot of heads look out. Suddenly, I'm looking into their eyes. Because they're so interested, suddenly I'm talking about myself. Mm. So I think for priest preaching, it's maybe somewhat analogous to a teacher's teaching that they have to address a large congregation that is very used to hearing the usual things. So if they could inject, you know, more, maybe more of their personal lives, like their own experiences, a little a little story that a person or things that they encountered, or even better, how does he <laughs> relate to God? You know, what are his thoughts? Really his personal thoughts on the scripture. So it's just injecting a little bit of himself into the homily instead of, you know, being like detached and objective and um, saying general things. Mark, mm. how about you? I will start in a sort of a reverse chronological order by sharing on what effects a good homily has on me, which then leads to the one thing that I like to see more in a homily. So I think a homily for me uh, motivates me to change the way I live my life. Could be to do more of something good or to do less of something that's bad and to also feel a closer connection to God. So other than receiving the Eucharist, I think the other personal part of the Mass is where the homily can be addressed to the individual um, by applying what is preached into my own life. These so-called tips, they are practical, they are personal, and also applicable. And uh, I actually read from catholicculture.org, and this is the shortened version. A homily helps listeners to develop a practical application for the moral or spiritual life. So I think in a homily, I like to see suggestions or tips on how I can live my life better or how I can develop a closer spiritual connection to God. So yes, I think that's what I'd like to see more. As we were preparing for this podcast, we actually debated a little about whether the content or oratorical skills were more important in the delivery of the homily. So we know and we have come across some speakers who have very engaging ways of talking But if they lack a strong message in what they're saying, then even the most exciting homily will not leave much of an impact on our lives. And and I recall this homily that I heard from a Korean priest before. He wasn't that articulate in English. So basically, he read from a prepared script. And the thing is, even though he was reading, the content of 
the script was able to really bring out the message of the gospel in a very succinct manner, which turned out to be quite enlightening for me. So, in conclusion, the three of us, we chose to discuss this topic on our wish list for homilies as we feel quite strongly about the role of the homily in bringing the congregation closer to God's word and to Christ. Okay, we all know that a well-delivered homily can potentially make a very real difference to someone's spiritual growth. So we do hope that more people can pay attention to this topic. So homilies are very important and so are the priests who are delivering the homilies. So we shall end off this podcast with a prayer for our priests. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of all priests who shepherd us tirelessly and with such great love. We pray that you will continue to strengthen them in spirit, in mind and in body so that they may be able to keep on guiding us as we journey towards your kingdom. Amen. For more confessions, do check out our website and Facebook page.